Stay busy, yo. <laughs> I, I don't try do stay busy. I don't, I don't be doing nothing. I just make beats. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're very busy making beats these days. Thanks. Um, so how you doing? I'm all right, man. You know, how, how are you doing doing with COVID? Um, you know, shit is getting on my nerves. You know, people getting on my nerves, and the politics are getting on my nerves. Yeah. Everybody trying to, you know, start school up and push kids back in school in the in the middle of a pandemic. Like, well, who does that? You know what yeah. I'm saying? I said the same thing. I yeah. just I was talking about. It. I was like, we can't. They letting people out of jail. We can't go to the movie. Prisoners free, right? But I'm supposed to pack up the kids and send them back to school. That don't make no kind of sense it to me. Makes no sense, and it's like they don't—they'll stop at nothing. And it's like you know what you think the way you where the kids going after school home to their parents. Yeah. So then, someone gets infected. The kids gonna get infected, and they're gonna bring it home. Yeah, they basically said kids don't die, so send them back to school. Man, get the fuck out of here. That's what they're saying. They're just like, well, it ain't that bad for kids, so, you know. Kids have died from it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think the fact that people are dying, period. Yeah. And I think people are dying, period. It don't matter who it is. Yeah, and Trump ain't taking none of this shit serious. It's all about uh, a cashing in, and he don't care what it takes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Lies, you know, whatever. I'm done with Trump. I'm done with the politics of just, I feel like he has incited so much into this country and created so much more distress and dismay that. I'm done with America, period. Yeah. Like at this point, it's like, you know, and I'm, I'm sad that we don't really have a strong political candidate. I feel like Biden is running, but I, I'm sad we don't have like a strong enough candidate who is really attacking and saying the things that need to be said. Because there's a lot of things like I'm just a civilian and I got a lot of things to say. So it's where deeper than that. it goes even deeper than that. But I ain't going to be no conspiracy theorist on you. Yeah. So. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I posted something today on, on, on Facebook and on Instagram and I was like, the same wall you, you put up to keep people out is the same wall now we all hostages. You lock people out, but we all locked in. And now with COVID, we can't even go anywhere. Like they That's the thing. And you can't let them hold you, you know, hostage. With right. this. You, gotta, you gotta still live your life. 
is, just be careful. Just strap up or whatever you got to do. <laughs> turning into some kind of like I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 terrible. But, but don't but let them stop you. You know what I'm saying? On, on the other hand, and I was telling yeah. a lot of people, I'm not. I'm sad about COVID that we lost people, but I'm not sad about having the time to invest in myself and do the mm. things that I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and so it's nice that I can like do the podcast and talk to you and mm. like build a brand and a business and use that time because I feel like we when we're in our everyday lives and we're just going 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 we don't get a chance to really like be with our families and right. sit and, and meditate and be at peace so it's kind of nice in a sense where everything just stopped long enough for people to kind of take that in but it's crazy how you know they would put something like this out here to really stop you from interacting with your loved one yeah that yeah. should be evil you know what I'm saying and yeah. by itself so it's just like if they'll do that they'll do anything yeah you want to know what was crazy too and i got all these questions for the show but you want to know what's crazy too as far as covid is i woke up one morning and i have an iphone i woke up one morning and there was a covid tracker on my phone you have to turn it off and you have to there's a way to turn it off i'll show it i'll show but it to the you crazy thing is one i didn't give you my permission but two, how you could put a COVID tracker on my phone, but you're not tracking pedophiles. You're not tracking somebody who stole my car. You're not they tracking- They track you and if you've been in contact with other people who may have the virus. Why we wasn't using this for the people that we need to use this with is my question. If you can that quickly come out with a COVID tracker on people's phone, why you couldn't that quickly come you out? Because you might be asymptomatic, meaning you don't have no symptoms, but you, you, you spreading it to- I, that's the shit I don't understand. That's the trickery right there. And I think they be lying and playing games, talking about asymptomatic. If I ain't got the shit, I ain't got, I the, got shit. the shit. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and you know, don't, 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 don't talk about because you making everybody think they got it. Right. Yeah. No, I was one of those people. I don't got no symptoms. I ain't sick. I ain't. You don't know. That's what. That's what the fear is. That's how you get fear into people, though, because fear is not knowing. Right. So now you don't know if you have it or if you if you do have it, if you don't have it. Right. And if there's not enough testing. Then there's no way for you to know. And then the way they test, they sticking that shit in your brain. man. Right. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, the next thing you know, you're going to be everybody. Everybody's <laughs> because somebody swabbed it like it's crazy. It's crazy. Even the idea of a, a vaccine. I was like, um, I don't want that. I don't want something's that. wrong, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you just gonna let somebody give you a vaccine? Like I'm speaking as a parent and as an educator. Like there's so much controversy around vaccine. This just happened. How y'all gonna come out with a vaccine in time? You haven't tested it. I'm not taking that shit, man. Y'all gonna have. And to then they was in the news talking about they want to test it in Africa. It's like nine people got COVID in Africa in the whole entire continent. Nine people. You want to go test it there? Because oh, really. <sighs> China. Why if would I you tell you the real reason why they're doing all this, they, they really scared to death that their 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 time is up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I'll explain it to you later. You know, what I mean? yeah. and that is one of the questions that I have for you because there's been so much. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. The, the changes going on and, and the things that are happening in the country right now. Um, but before we get into all that deep stuff. Let's, let's let's get to the good stuff. So my first question is, what are you listening to right now? Like, what's in your what's on your phone? What's in the car on constant replay? What are you listening to right now? I'm listening to everything from jazz to soul to like old seventies, old sixties, yeah. and like movie soundtracks, R and B, classic R and B, soft rock, um, really? old school rap from the like late seventies, eighties. And 90s, of course. Yeah. So and none of some new, new rap, some new shit, you know, yeah. all the Griselda shit. Um, you know, all a couple of the new mainstream dudes, a few. I, yeah. I fucks with Chris Brown heavier. I think he's the best R and B artist. I do like he's a good entertainer. Yes, you know what I'm saying? He's entertainer, he does what he does. I'm, I'm listening to everything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm more old school. I'm, I'm listening to everything, but don't mean I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't really get into this. I was out with my girlfriends before COVID, and one of them new songs came on, and I was like, I don't, I don't know the words to this. <laughs> I don't know the words. First of all, in this time, <laughs> and 
We need oh. something that's gonna stick to us, man. We don't need nothing that's that's no ain't nobody partying. The club is not popping no more. So yeah. y'all can't talk about that no more. Yeah, y'all got to talk about these police shooting us down. Yeah, talk about that. You got to start talking about what's real now. Yeah, definitely. that's why I with the baby. I, I've been listening to him too. Yeah, I definitely listening. think that that's important because we're not having enough conversations about that, and not no, the right no. way that we need to. But and I feel like as artists, we they should like. Yeah, yeah, and the, and I see some of the young ones. They're attacking the subjects, and that's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all I ever want to see is hear, is hear some, you know, hear them talk about real life, man, and not this partying shit all day and shooting your gun and and, and, and all that shit. You know what I mean? Right. And those are the same stereotypes that people use against us, by the way. Yeah. And you know the, I mean? certain rappers I like talk gun talk all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I like the music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do you feel about Versus? What's your thoughts on Versus? I mean, it was something created for the pandemic. You know, people had to stay in the, in, in the crib. And I thought it was a good thing for being in your house. <laughs> you nowhere else to go, getting shit to do. Versus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what, that, what did you think about the pairings, though? How they pair certain people up together? Um, Pairings could have been a little bit better. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Who would you like to see paired up? Well, uh, if you know, I would. Well, I thought to me the best one so far it, it, it was <laughs> was the beanie and 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 and, 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 and yeah yeah and bounty. And I had beanie on like three different computers in the house, like every I'm room. Still watching it. I'm still watching it. Back and I watch that. With Beanie, though, yeah, yeah. I think the difference with that was they were in the same room. That was the first time they were in the same room, and so it didn't go from just me sit right when we did Babyface. He was sitting at his piano, and then Teddy Riley at you whatever he was doing over there, and they weren't in the same space. It wasn't the same energy. But when you had Beanie and Bouncy now in the same room in the same space it's a, and then they was they had a dj before it it changed the whole it just changed the whole energy it changed the whole if i was tim and swiss i it would change the whole trajectory mm -hmm. of what versus look like after that mm -hmm. you know what mm -hmm. i mean because yeah. now now it's like i mean they just had rick ross and the strippers and stuff like that but the energy still wasn't the same you know? right she, she, I was dying laughing the whole time too because she's stripping with a mask on and I just couldn't stop. Like, I know I like two chains. I, I, I think two chains. Yeah, yeah. I like two chains though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I fuck with Rose, but I, I always dug two chains rap. You know what I mean? Even yeah. over the trap beats, all of that. Like, he nice. He got some yeah. shit with him. You know what I mean? So, what are some of the differences that you've seen? In hip hop since you started, because you know you've been you've been doing this for a minute. How long have you been doing this? Thirty years. Wow, you don't even look like you could be that old to be doing this for thirty years. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, hip hop is the music that's keeping me young. You know. So, because I don't know this about you, like I see you all the time and and we talk all the time, but I don't know this. How, how did this all start? And I don't have that. I didn't have this as my question, but like, let's go ahead and go. Um, it started from. You know, uh, my pops and um, the records. Who's and your twin, by the way? You know that, right? Huh? Your dad. You and your dad look exactly alike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's pop, man. He was, yeah. he was ill with the records. And, you know, uh, I was always in his records. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a little kid, I'll be in his joint playing. And yeah. one time he had, you know, got mad at me, but then. He's like, all right, I'm gonna show you what this is and, and, and how to play it and who's dope and who, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's telling me about the musicians and I and when he played this James Brown record, I immediately fell in love with James Brown. And that was and then from there it just went from that me wanting to be a DJ and then from a DJ wanting to be a producer, getting a my first radio gig in New York. Working on uh, for WBLS at, at 15 years old with Marley wow. Mall, you know what I'm saying, and that was a great experience. And that was Heavy D, who uh, you know, you know, had me under his wing and was bragging to me to Marley about me. You know, that's family, that's my cousin, and um, you know, that's how I got the gig, you know what I'm saying. 
And then it went from there to like, I was started meeting people like all the, I was meeting everybody would have yeah. all the rap stars and R&B singers. And then um, once he saw in me, my talent, he was like, let's bring that out. And then, you know, next thing, you know, being around him all the time, you know, I was, I was able to get, you know, noticed and heard and, and get some work done. Yeah. And it was it was good time, man. It was good, you know. I have him to thank for for everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that that that's a bittersweet story though, because it's right. like me sitting here from the time that I've known you and having known your dad, and that sounds story sounds so familiar to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you're telling it, and I pictured the last time I saw your dad. The last time oh, I saw yeah. your dad was yeah. at Trump's house, and he was sitting in the basement in the in the music booth. In the booth, like there was a chair in the booth, and he was just sitting there rocking in the booth, and he was sitting there by himself. And that was the last time I actually spoke to him. Oh. Um, but I remember, I remember the same thing: being a little kid, playing with my dad's records. He he must have been mad because now that I'm an adult, I would be mad. You know, yeah. I would take his records to school because you know, oh. back in the, the the record player. I'm aging myself, right? And so every time there was a party at school. You, know, you, had the price, you had the Fisher yeah. Price joint? Yes. <laughs> I would take, I would be like, I'll be the DJ. I would take my dad's Michael Jackson and my Madonna records to right. school because right. I was the only person that had all, you know, that had all of them. So I, I, that definitely resonated oh, with me that's so crazy. much. But it's I, Jamaican blood, man. It's something about the records and Jamaicans love vinyl. I think it's the beats. The energy, the ancestry, yeah, yeah, yeah. the community yeah. that it brings and builds. I think I immediately fell in love with vinyl since I could remember. Yeah. yeah. So how's that now? Because like, where do you get vinyl now? Still, still I, online. You could get it online. Go to these stores. You know, I traveled the world and bought vinyl. Because mm -hmm. I feel like now all all the real DJ. I have a lot of DJ friends. I don't know how. Okay. Oh. I have to gravitate <laughs> to them. Or they gravitate to me. But I always hear that real DJs are like, if you're a real DJ, you play vinyl. These yeah. cats now don't even know how to do it. They don't. What, what what's, what's your take on that? I mean, you know, like, it's always, I always say to them, learn the original way first, all right? The, this new way is cool, but you know what I'm saying? If you don't know how it started from scratch, then. Yeah. You know, you're just going to be this digital cat. You know what I mean? And then you got some of them that's just like, well, whatever, man. You know, I like the digital shit. Yeah, but they, you got to also understand, depending on how old they are, they don't know any different. They don't know nothing. They're just so Missing information makes yeah. them act like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you never know the history like you know of how this even started or right. how the history of how hip-hop started with the scratching, right? Yeah. So if you don't know that, then you're not, you just come into this digital era, you're just gonna go from where you start. A lot of people don't, they don't know, they don't know when you guys used to carry crates. They don't know that. Nope. <laughs> they just carry All a lot day. around now. And that was the that was the job that we had before we came, we got on ourselves was was carrying crates for people. Yeah, you carrying crates and you remember, and then, it, then we went to CDs. Yes, went to CDs. <laughs> you know, so they don't they don't understand that now. They're just yeah. in this era where it's just like, okay, I just have to, you know, back in the day, you go to the record store, and you have to to look through the records. It's still fun for me. It's still fun. I still do that same yeah. thing right now. I should do that. I should take my dad to do that. He would love it. He won't buy nothing, but he oh, would. Pop, if he knew what I knew about certain record stores, I'd be hitting up. I'll take your pops all over the place. He, he, I think it would just go there for the nostalgia of being there. Like, like get him a drink. Yeah. He'd be walking through the aisles of our yeah, yeah. Because these dealers, they, they wouldn't. Movie, tell you you used to be there a long time. Yeah, your pops wouldn't like these these dealers that sell records because yeah. they they crazy with the prices. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but my pops is on it. You know? Yeah, but you know what? I tell my dad all the time. I I tease him because I'm like, when you die, I'm not gonna sell your records, and he's like. Please. <laughs> Um, but I, I might be lying a little bit because <laughs> <laughs> he's got stuff in there. I'm like, I know if we put this on eBay, like I know this album is like a hundred dollars. Do that, if you do that, trust me, you you'll be you. Yeah, you'll get you'll sell them. Stuff you'll sell them like, I don't even know this came in a twelve inch. You know what yep. I mean? So, or you could um, go on Discogs and sell 
wreck it. Yeah, I gotta tell him I'm like that because you got you got they're they're falling out of the place. So yeah, close. man, your pops. Oh, I would love to be in his basement right now. <laughs> He's just being his own little world. It's a little yeah, world. yeah, yeah. Um, so who's one person you would love to work with musically? Um. I mean, I work with any. I would work with anybody. I always used to say LL Cool J because we never really got nothing done. But he came to my house like a long time ago, to the basement or whatever. But we never really got it done. So I would like to do something with 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 him and anybody else I haven't worked with. Anybody, anybody, it don't matter. What about the ladies? What are the what? Do, what do you think about them? Because you know, like uh, Cardi B just dropped that song what two two nights ago. Yeah. What about the I got ladies? something special coming? Yeah, but I can't say I can't tell you who it is. You just have to wait. Gotta wait, man. <sighs> Trust me, it's gonna be bananas. Okay. People are gonna be surprised, and they're just gonna be like, "Wow!" Because I, I really, I, I want to see, I want to see like a real female artist like thrive. You know, um, I mean, I love Cardi. I think she took her platform and she did what she had I to do. With her. It. I fuck with her. I fuck with her. I don't know about like lyrically. Yeah, yeah. it's all good. You know. <laughs> If you know me and you know how I get down, like I knew the first 36 Chamber album when I heard meth that that was something. So if you know me, you know I know how to spot a joint. And lyrically... I like the fact that she don't even give a fuck. She just saying, yo, look. It's hooky and it's catchy and it's right. cute, but lyrically, you know, it's not miseducational or anything. Right. No, hell no. No way. I'm going to say this. <laughs> no one today can still fuck with Lauren Hill. Nobody. No, that's what I'm saying. Like the, I just, I the album, heavy rotation. Still, she's, she's nice in both rapping and singing. Like yes, and be able to cross them over, but still be on in hip hop to the point where you bop into it too. Yeah. You know, some people are so conscious, like I don't want to hear this shit no more. And, and she's so ratchet, she's like, okay, I don't want to hear this no more. So to be able to marry the two in the middle and have a median and be able to say, like, okay, I'm still speaking consciously. I'm still we still having a good time. We're still popping a drink. We still that's not an easy thing to do. And then do it over and over and over again. You know, well, I mean, you know, you have to have that talent spewing out of your your your, your body, your, your veins. You gotta really be talented in order to just. And be then right. I think the timing has to be right. You gotta yeah. you gotta be in the right space to write something like that. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah, that's so I want to talk about your clothing line because I feel like a lot of people don't know about it. Like I know about it. And I um, I know what you do as a DJ. I know what you do as a producer. But to be mm -hmm. totally honest, as your friends, I'm more taken by the clothing line. Um, oh. because, because of what I think it represents. So why can we talk about that? And can we share that with the people? Because I really feel well, like, like how y'all don't know about this? It's, it's basically my, um, it's my way of giving back to, to, to what's raised me, which was good music, you know what I'm saying? And anything that indicates it, like, you know, the designs, you yeah. know, me carrying a big stack of records, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, or just my Soul Brother logo with, with this funky Afro dude on the cover. Yes, I'm feeling it. That represents soul, funk, and jazz, just black. The whole black Lives Matter movement. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, how long have you? How long you? How long has the line been out? Um, it's been out now for about a year and change, and it's and it's doing pretty good. And I'm 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 not complaining at all. You know. Are you doing the designing? I'm my idea. It's my ideas, but my yeah. my guy Fuse is doing everything. Yeah, but it's your you come up with the idea. That's that's where the money's at. Yep. I, I mean, them, hey. I just want to say to the people that are listening to this podcast, if you have not checked out um, Pete Rock's clothing line, um, I don't know. I just feel like I, I know what you do, Pete. I know the music. I know the DJ. I know all of that about you. And I think that's great. But when I saw the clothing line, I was like, yo, this is like next level. And I know you're saying like giving back to what you, what raised you. But when I look at it, I was just like, yo, this is people of color. Yeah. So that's what I thought when I looked at it. I was like, mm -hmm. this is me. This is people of color thriving. This is this is bridging the gap between what we're listening to and how we're living, but still mm -hmm. in a way where 
we're doing it on a college campus and we're doing it in the office. And we, I just thought it was something so powerful, especially now with like Black Lives Matter and us like really supporting black artists and black entrepreneurs. I just looked at it and I, and even there's adults there, but I just mm-hmm. kept looking at the kids and maybe cause I'm a mom, maybe cause I'm an educator, but I just kept looking at the kids and I was like, yo, this is like a whole movement. You know what? If it made you feel like that, that's positive. Cause that's yeah. what it's supposed to do. That's why I, I did basically did it to make you know give you that positive. You could make it whatever you want it, but it's not going to be nothing negative. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just that positive representation yeah. um, of us as a people, yes, as a brand. I yes. think that's dope. I think Thank that's dope, and Thank I'm you. here for it. And Thank I'm you. going to go order mine um, as soon as. Soulbrotheruniversity.com. I got to let people know the website. And I'll put a link on my website, soulbrotheruniversity.com. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. I know a lot of you um, are going around like collecting hoodies and t-shirts from all the people that you like support. This is definitely one to get down with. Um, Even I myself, like I said, is going to go and invest in And I told Pete, right? I said, don't don't give me, I want to buy mine. Because I really feel like as until, uh, until I became an entrepreneur myself, I didn't understand what that meant. Okay. And now that I'm an entrepreneur myself, I really mm-hmm. feel like it's important not to ask for something, but to give back to the people that give to me. So I want to buy mine. Okay. And I think that everybody needs to have that mentality when we're supporting a brand. You yeah. Because we yeah. were like, well, where's mine? Well, bro, it's online. <laughs> Yours is online. <laughs> All you got to do is buy them. Know, but it's, on, it's online. And you go there and you put it in your cart and you support the brand. That's how you do that. I can't, you know. So. Where's mine? Where's mine? <laughs> yeah, and I love it. I appreciate that you want it. And I know you'll wear it, but you got to understand part of supporting the brand and building exactly, yours yeah, is man. actually going out there. We work hard in our lives, so you got to give us back something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of people don't understand that. Like, I don't make a lot of money from it. So if you don't buy it, Yep. I can't even give somebody else. Yep. <laughs> because, you know what I mean? So that's how yeah. that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just glad that you like it. Thank you. I, I think that we need strong representation mm-hmm. in a Latino and African-American communities, in mm-hmm. hip-hop communities, because hip-hop has such like this negative connotation to other people, and there's so much good work being done. We need to celebrate that good work being done and we need to support each other to get that work done. And when I saw the visuals for your website for that and I saw the kids and I saw the clothes and I I thought about myself, I thought about uh, a black woman and I have 11 year old son and I Mm. love the look, but I Mm. thought about it like the fact that it says university, the fact that it's like clean and we're not looking at gun toting people and we're representing a a brand that is positive, I think that's really important. I think we need yeah. to do that. We oh, need yeah. to have more of that. There's not yeah. enough of that. We're buying either rich people stuff who tell us they never intended, and I don't want to get all deep because I want this to be fun, but they're telling us I never made it for you. Mm-hmm. Or you got kids out here fighting for you know $1,800 shoes. Like, yeah. That's not I mean, we're gonna make masks. We're gonna do masks and everything like that too. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta support the brands and we uh, gotta teach know. us the right things. Yeah. Yeah, so. All right, so I'm going to go to commercial. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what's next for Pete Rock. Sweet Vibrations is the official sponsor of the Say It Loud Ho Bag. Yes, they are. If you didn't know, Sweet Vibrations is an adult boutique that delivers innovative lifestyle products and embraces the taboo of sexual wellness instead of hiding it. Simply put, they inspire each and every one of us to embark on our own sexual wellness journey. Whether it's the girl's best friend, a little pixie, the perfect match, or tulips, there's something for everyone. And you deserve something sweet. So visit their website at www.sweetvibe.toys. Use our Say It Loud discount code, L-O-U-D, loud, for discounts. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Sweet Vibrations. I mean, ladies, we all deserve a good vibe. So we are back with Pete Rock. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. First of all, let me say thank you, 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 Pete. I know how busy you are because I've been trying to track you down. And I told you that if you didn't do this interview, I was going to show up at your house. I was dead serious. 
<laughs> I'll just go pull up. I don't need, I don't need that drama. <laughs> I'd have been sitting on your car when you came out. <laughs> um, but I know how busy you are, and I know that you're working on so many wonderful projects, and I know you can't talk about all of them. Mm -hmm. um, but share what's going on with P Rock and what's next. Um, Peach Fermentals 3, I got going. Uh, you know, I have a new, I have a band, a live band. You do? Yes. And Why did you invite me to see your band? Oh, well, I mean, you know what? You're right. Yeah. You're right. I didn't know if you like to hang out in these certain places. That same energy when mom cooked the sawfish and acted. <laughs> that same energy. <laughs> nah, but I got you. Um, you know, I got Peach Fermentals. What kind of band? I want to hear about this band. They're, 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 debuted on my next project coming out. Okay, so I have to get the next project. Yes, it's called Peach Fermentals 3 and it's no samples. It's just the band. Oh. And they're playing over music that I tell them to. That's amazing. Is it like jazz music? Hip-hop music? Yeah, so, you know, and in a hip-hop form. I love that. That's one of, you know, Def Jazz is actually one of my favorite albums. Oh, word. That's what's up. That's what's up. One of my favorite albums and a fun fact about me, um, when I'm actually teaching, that is what's playing in the classroom. And most of the time, the kids are like, Ms. Murray, what is this? And after they play it, and after they figure out what it, and they start learning, then when I don't play it, they're like, where's the music? <laughs> um, no, that's yeah, real. That's I use it in my class because kids don't usually hear hip hop and uh, jazz together. But when you come out with this project for the new year, guess what they're going to be listening to? Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. I mean, you know, kids... You know, like that's one of the reasons why I still do music, man, is for so they can learn how to, you know, do it correctly, following my guideline. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And, so you um, have this jazz project coming out, or like yeah, instrumental yeah. with the bands. What else? Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, you know, I got the Flea Lord thing out there. I had Skies, I did Skyzoo's album. I did um, Tech and Steel album. Um. Who else did I do? Oh, Smoke Dizza. So you're busy. You are really busy. Yeah, I and then I did a Benny the Butcher EP with Smoke Dizza. Oh wow! It's called Statue of Limitations. That that that's out right now. All everything I'm talking about is out. All right. So you're working hard. Yes, I'm. I'm just trying to, you know, save what's good. Yeah. No, I I appreciate that because we we need to do that. Yeah. Um. All right, so let's get into some fuckery, okay? Because okay. You, know, you know how this show go. We gotta be, we talk the talk, and then we gotta get into the fuckery. Get so, in the bullshit. Gotta get, we gotta get in the bullshit. So let's mm. get into relationships in a, a, a little bit. Mm -hmm. All right, so I, I'm very single, and I ask mm -hmm. a lot of questions about relationships, and I talk about relationships, which is really strange, because I'm not even in a relationship, but whatevs. Okay, so one of my listeners sent me this message. And I would like this from a man's perspective. Mm. If a man had a secret family, mm -hmm. do you think someone should tell? Mm. And who should do the telling? Someone like who, though? You know, if it's not your business, stay out of it. <laughs> it's as simple as that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But even though the situation might be wrong, you know, because, you know, I guess a man is only supposed to have one family and not keep a secret family. But okay, well, we can talk about that. I didn't have that. You know what, though? Like the way the world is going, the way the world is going, like nobody gives a fuck no more. Yeah, that's true. But I was looking at um Nick Cannon's uh, podcast the other day, and he says that he doesn't feel that men are, are human. Men, mm. humans, I don't know, are supposed to be monogamous. We're so, human. We are very much human because we ain't from motherfucking Mars. We okay, so, okay, not humans, but like men. Do you think that men are supposed to be monogamous or do you think that we were put I on think men were built a certain way and it's really up to your mental and psyche and who you are as a person, how you want to carry out your love life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, you know, something like that. But men are built for women. Right. No, I understand that, but I'm just wondering if, like, do you feel like you're supposed to be with one person and that's it forever? Because it's true. When I started doing research after that, there's not not every animal does that on the earth. Some animals do, some animals don't. Like yeah. ducks, yes, they stay together forever. Well, you know what? But lions, 
Yeah. Lions, who are the king of the jungle, they have a whole pride. And uh, they pretty much fuck all the lionesses in pride. (laughs) (laughs) They don't give a flying what they do. They hopping on your man's wife and his man's wife, and it's crazy. It's crazy. No, there's only one lion. It's kind of basically what's happening in the human world. When guys can't stay, you know, faithful to one person. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Do you think people should, like, how do you think about being faithful? Do you think it's hard? Are you married, by the way? Not anymore. I'm still married, but, um, you know. This whole show has people that has been divorced. I love it. Yeah, um, you know what I'm saying. Just I've learned that things don't last forever, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, if it ain't yeah. Right, I learned yeah. that things don't last forever. But from my situation was totally different. I knew going in it was gonna last forever, and hindsight being 2020, I was like, damn. I yeah. Not. Yeah, you know, some some things are done to pass the time. You know, when you see a situation unfold, and you're like, how I'm gonna deal with this? You know. Yeah. You just you, you you kind of grin and bear it and bite down and deal, and then you have babies, and then you know you you the babies keep you a little longer around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you know when you get tired, that's it. You yeah, I feel for me it was one of those things in life that you just had to go through. It was almost like a tunnel, right? Like yeah. it's, it's part of growing, it's part of your evolution, it's part of what needs to happen, and then you come out on the other end and you're a better person for it. So I don't really like I don't look at it in my life as a negative thing. I think yeah. I grew the most as a person during that time, yeah. and I figured out more of who I was and who I wasn't. Yes. Um. And and I'm I'm cool with that. Like I, yeah. I feel like people when you tell people you're divorced, they'd be like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Like somebody died and shit. I'm like, "No, we had." <laughs> nah, man. Breakups happen. This shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like don't say sorry. I'm happy. <laughs> I, I'm not even mad at people who want to be of age, like be fifty something, and just have a girlfriend for the rest of their life. I'm with That's that. How I am. You know I'm I want to get engaged, but never pick a date. Yeah, because they make marriage like this big ordeal, and that shit ain't nothing, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, or I think right now we're in a society where the wedding's more important than the marriage. Right, the right. Is more important. The the pictures are more important. Putting it on for everybody is more important right. than right. really the content of what the relationship is is about. Right. And I also think there's a lot of women that, and I say this on the show, and the, and the women probably hate me, but I love y'all. But I'm telling y'all the real like. Some people are just, I want to do it. And so I want to do it so badly. I'm just going to pick the next person that shows up or the next good thing that comes or the next. And you just like jumping into something that you not really. You're only going to know it's right when you feel it. And that's it. Yeah. But then I don't. All this, all this, I'm going to try this dude. I'm going to try that dude. I'm going to go here. I'm gonna... Nah, you're going to know when you. But I feel like for men, it's different. Like y'all going to know when you feel it. Yeah, we know. Like, women are thinking like, "Ooh, if he drive a Benz, maybe I feel it." <laughs> you know I mean? See, that's that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Even <laughs> yeah. I don't do that. I got my own Benz, but right. <laughs> but it's I fine. know it's fine. It's fine for the man to shower once in a blue. But come on, man, show me some independence, man. There's a lot of women out here that are just like you know. I don't know. I don't get it. I'm a different breed, but there's a lot of women out here that's like, okay, I think this could work because he has this, 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 this. Like they're not waiting waiting to feel something. They're waiting to see what you have. Right. Which is messed up. And um, and the next time I go on a date, I'm driving my Hoopty Toyota Camry. I'm not getting my hair done. <laughs> I'm not bringing my credit card. I'm just gonna bring my debit card and forty dollars. <laughs> you gonna get Karen at grade C chicken? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel the same way too. Sometimes about men, like I feel like when people see certain things in a woman too, because I've had people tell me I'm intimidating, which I don't understand. I'm like five foot nothing. Because you probably got shit going on for yourself. But is that intimidating? It's intimidating to some people if you're balling. But I'm not 
balling. I'm just living how I Maybe want to live. Balling, you, you, you just happy about what you're doing. Well, why wouldn't I be happy? <laughs> People be jealous because you're happy. I just don't understand that. Like somebody was like, you could be intimidating. And I was like, I'm about five foot nothing. Understand it when they never experienced that. You know, I, the things that I have, and I'm just yeah. as a woman, the things that I have are the things that I want for myself. And I'm not going to wait for somebody to give them to me. Yeah. Maybe this is because I've been divorced before. I feel like if yeah. someone comes to my life, they add into my life. Yeah. But, I think there's other women out there that are like, no, I'm waiting for this person to come give me a life. There's a right. difference between someone giving you a life and someone adding to your life. No, no, no one's responsible for giving you anything. You have to make your own. Okay, so let's let's dig into the fuckery now. Do you think if people are in a relationship that mm -hmm. the guy should be paying for everything? Because I got that question too. Who should be paying for everything? The man should be paying for everything. I mean, maybe dinner and a movie. Maybe dinner and a movie. So she yeah, should I, nothing. No, you know what? I'm for me. I like an independent woman. I like somebody that's already popping. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I ain't got to worry about nothing. And even if I did, um, you know th that the person is not trying to take advantage. Right. I was just about to say that. Like a good yeah. person is not gonna want to take advantage of you, and yeah. somebody who likes you is not gonna want to take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing, you know? And yeah. every man's been through that. Really? Yeah, man. I'm going to find a sucker that I could do that too. <laughs> I've and never you know heard anyone because, like, my conscience won't let me do it. My conscience but, uh, Some people take you having a heart as a yeah. nigga or you a sucker or, you know, because you got a heart for and you love. And no, but there's dudes out here that's just like putting their money out there because they want a chick that they, that's the only way they know how to get her. So that's their insecurity too. You know what I mean? Because why are you meeting a chick and the minute you meet her, you're like, let me give you this and let me give you but that. Those type, of niggas that's fucking up. It's those type of niggas that's fucking these chicks up, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I just believe in the, in the in the original. I'm from the old school. I'm, you know, what I'm saying I'm like an, I'm, I'm I believe in. I, I can take care. I'll take care of a woman. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be doing something too. You got to be showing me something yeah. that you know you could take care of yourself. I feel the same way about guys, though. I don't want to take care of anyone. No, you. I don't. I don't care like if I get up for work, I'm waking you. But you know how many men out here living with the woman? Yeah. That ain't doing nothing. Nothing. Play Xbox. I ain't buying you no goddamn games. No. Uh-uh. You got you to gotta do something. If I'm doing yep. it, I'm leaving yep. here at 1 o'clock. You and, and, and so comfortable with that feeling with the woman taking care of everything. Where does that come from, though? Oh, no, man. Is that because I know like our parents are around the same age and that and we grew up in a culture that we grew up in. But do you think that's like a not a lack of people not knowing, like a, a lack of men not knowing how? because they didn't have that in their life? Or do you think it's also women too did not have people in their life showing them what to show? Both, both. You both have to learn the right way. Because they're both at fault. Right. I think both at fault. I think he's at they fault both for allowing that. And I think yeah. she's at fault for you know not saying, like if you want a man and he loses his job, okay, yeah, that's your man. He lost his job. People get laid off, shit like that. But if you just lose, if your man's just a bum, then you gotta also look at yourself as a woman because you fucking a bum. I'm yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically. And a bum can't do shit for you. Can't make you better. Can't fucking do nothing for you. You fucking a bum. It's just the same thing I tell people all the time when they curse out their baby daddies. I'd be like, if your baby daddy a bum, then your baby you had a baby with a bum. I don't want my baby daddy to be a bum because then everybody gonna know that I fucked with a bum. Like no, like I'll be telling him like no, get your shit together, get yeah, your yeah. shit together, because you gonna make me look bad. Some of us, <laughs> some of us, it doesn't work out for us like that. I know it doesn't work out, but like that doesn't mean you wish evil on somebody or you no, want to down no. because if they're down, you're down. You just wish them luck and. You know, good luck. See you later. Yeah. You know. I just I don't like the hate. I don't like the hate. I really think yeah. as women, we need to you don't have to be with someone, you don't have to be in a relationship. I'm not in a relationship with my kid's father, I'm not yeah. in a relationship with my ex-husband, you know, but I don't want to be a bum and home.
homeless. Like, yo, like, I don't. The hate, the hate comes from their own personal self because they know who they are and they know they, they're pretty much, say, for instance, a damaged individual. You know what I'm saying? Well, we got to do better. They have these certain behaviors, you know, behave a certain way. And they they're so used to it they, they can't they can't stop. And then they're afraid to deal with their own demons. I think that women of color, mm-hmm. not just black women, women of color tend to be mm-hmm. more aggressive with our mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. and tend to talk down our men more. Mm-hmm. And it's unhealthy. And mm-hmm. it happens from generation to generation to generation. You see your mom, you see your grandma curse out your grandpa, you see your mom curse out your dad, and so now yep. you hear cursing out your man. Like that's not a healthy relationship. Toxic. That's not a healthy relationship. Like hitting someone is not a healthy relationship. Toxic. Every single day is not a healthy relationship. Toxic. Why do we make this normal? Why I got a new name for people like that. Toxic Avenger. <laughs> it shouldn't be normal. It should not be normal. It should not be because then your own children are coming back seeing those same kind of toxic relationships. And guess what? Your same daughter's boyfriend is going to be the same type of dude and she's going to be talking to him the same type of way. Like telling the person you love every day, like, fuck you, nigga, you ain't shit, is 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 toxic. It's it's thing. And I don't think in any way, like I'd be on Instagram and I see women saying, well, I'm going to cut you and I'm going to do this if you do that. And I know it's jokes because I joke around a lot too. But like at the end of the day, you have to know that that's a joke. And if you're mm-hmm. treating a person like that, mm-hmm. something is wrong with you and yes. something is wrong with them. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, either way, man, as grownups, man, we can't be acting like that. That shit is crazy. If you're over 50 and you acting like you fucking 20. I don't care if you're 20. I don't care if you're 20. Like, I, there's times that my daughter be joking around with her boyfriend, and I'm like, that's somebody's child. And she's like, mom, just playing. And I'm like, I know, but, you know, and she's like, you take it so seriously. And I'm like, because I don't want, like, you I don't, don't want, want, you don't want them to act, you know, oh, I'm, we just playing, we just playing. Okay, but that, play, but like, playing. You, know, you still have to remember that this is a human being, and the way you speak to that person matters, period. If yeah. you want a stranger on the street talk to you like that, why are you talking to somebody you love like that? I don't get that. Like, my ex-husband used to be like, you don't care about anything. And I'm like, I do care, but I'm just not going to fight with you maybe the way you're used to fighting. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not I'm not cursing you out. I'm not I'm not doing that. We're going to fight about the grass, and then you're going to cut it, or you're not going to cut it, and that's that. But we're yeah. not going to sit here and just break each other down as people. Like, I'm not with that. And I, I don't support women doing that. I don't yeah. support that at all. Well, you know, sadly, there is women out there that do that. Well, hopefully they listening. And if you're listening to Say It Loud right now, go tag them in this. Um, <laughs> on this tag them in the fuckery talk. You, you know need to listen to this. <laughs> you listen to this, right? Cut the snippet out, send it to them. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to do two more questions and then I'm going to let you go because I know you've been on and I know you got things to do. Um, what are your thoughts on plastic surgery? No thought. No thought? Yes, no, maybe. You, you as God made you, period. Fuck it. But I mean, like, Cardi do look good, though. Even I look at her. You got work done? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did hear she got work done. Yeah, a lot of work done. After she got the baby, she looks good. I like her personality. I don't really give a fuck about it. So, you know, you're either way. You don't don't really matter. It doesn't really matter. I don't really matter. I like Cardi B, too. I like her, too. I think, you know, she's great person. She has a great It's her energy. And she's easy to get along with, she looks like. Yeah, her energy. But her yeah. body looks dope, though. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, she got a good body. She got definitely <laughs> her body looks dope, though. I'm like, damn, who who that yeah. doctor? Yeah. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> I'm a little older, but damn. She um, well, I mean, I seen you in your little two-piece and all that stuff on the beach. I mean, you know, but like, you get to a certain age, shit don't hang the same way. <laughs> 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 Gravity, work out, man. Work out. You'll know, be like, babe, like I'm that leg is numb. I got Charlie Hoss. You know, shit like that stuff happening. <laughs> you know what? Thank God I ain't start feeling nothing yet, but I'm not saying it ain't gonna happen okay. tomorrow. So, right? now, so when I get off here, I'm about to Google yoga because I'm about to do online yoga. I'm gonna get chop yoga bait and do yoga with exactly. me. Exactly. I think that's uh, <laughs> yoga's good though. It's a good thing to do. Yoga is very good, and I think um, I think I think more people need to do it. Actually, I yeah, think do it. 
for peace and mindfulness and yeah. that good stuff, but stretching, like just taking better care of ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am going to let you go, but I got one more question. Okay, you and talk we kick it. Um, there's a lot going on in the country now with Black Lives Matter. And I know you have a son. I know you have a daughter and a son, but particularly your son. Mm. I want to leave the people with something. Okay. What, what are we telling our sons? Um, we are showing him everything that America has to offer, how to deal with police, how to stay focused on your schoolwork, how to focus on a hobby that can turn into a career. You know, just things like that. Things that those that that um that's gonna make independence, you know, teaching them how to do things for himself and herself. And those things I mentioned, I think is life's um Manual, small, uh, like a mini manual. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I that we need to follow with those things in it, and we lead with that. I love how you started with, we're going to show, we're not going to tell. Yes. Because we got it. When I heard that, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yep. It's, it's, about, it's about showing. Yeah, you know? it's about showing. It's about leading. Yes. And not just telling them what to do, but showing them what they need to do. Showing them. And then, you know watching documentaries with them and watching some of these foul posts with what the police doing to people. Yeah. And opening up the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. It's a scary time to live in because yep. you want, especially as a parent, you want what's best for your children. But it, you know, I, I'm a mom to a, a, a black young man. Yes. I will one day, I'm going to speak it, be a wife to a black man. That's right. Daughter of a black man, That's I have right. a sister to a black man, and so right. it is. It is a fearful place to be. It is that true. Is. You pray different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean when yeah. when you when you walking around with those pieces of your heart outside your body for for sure. Yeah, you definitely got to pray. I pray almost every day for my kid. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you don't. It's hard enough as it is, and then yeah. you add the layers of all of this stuff on top of it, you know. And it's some tough conversation. I had to have some tough, tough conversation with my son when when all this stuff was going on, and really like explaining to him, even yeah. at a young age, because teach him about selfishness and you know the you know the opposite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like not to be selfish, right? And who you are, and be aware of who you are, and you know how you see yourself may not be how somebody else sees you exactly um, but still at the same time not breaking them down yeah because you're still all powerful men and still yeah. and you know we still need to celebrate you and honor you yeah and make sure that you don't lose your value in all the things that are being said and told right right that's another thing too we need to still celebrate who we are just the things that we're seeing yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm all for the celebration. Yeah, you know, and not let it break our spirits down of who we are as people, but say, okay, let's use this to 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 um to be bigger than this. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Than and I think all this stuff that's happening is it does nothing but give us strength. Yeah. yeah. I agree, but I'm also at the point P like I'm tired though. I'm fucking tired, yo. I'm tired of burying people. I'm tired of having to explain why Black Lives Matter. I'm tired of having, for me as a Black woman, being the only Black woman in the room sometimes because of my experiences, because of my education. I have I've been awarded to be able to do some cool shit. But there's times I walk in the room and I'm the only Black woman in the room. You know what How I mean? How does that feel? How does that make you feel like if you're in a, in a school teaching? I have been in a school where I've been yeah. the only Black teacher yeah. Yeah, how so. did it make me feel it makes me feel like i have to code switch that i could i couldn't go to work with my head tied like this oh wow you feel like i have to go flat iron my hair I, I wow. Can't wow. feel like i can't say bruh and i can't talk to you the way i'm talking to you now sit properly i have to be quiet as a black woman in some of those places and i've worked corporate companies i can't have i can't do the nails with the with the bling itch I can't, you know what I mean? I can't have the hair down to my butt. I have to make sure that I'm groomed and it's proper and I'm quiet and I speak properly and then I lose pieces of myself. That's oh. what happened. Nah, you good, man. I'm glad I had this interview with you today. <laughs> oh, thank you. Is mm -hmm. it fun? Do you like being on set? It's crazy, right? I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I, I only like to do things that I find interesting. 
Yeah. I know that. I know that about you. And so I appreciate you for taking the time and kicking it with me and chilling yeah. with me and talking to the audience and yeah. getting them involved in everything that you're doing. Um, give them the website again. Give them all um, your OakLoverUniversity.com on IG. Um, I mean, not on IG. I mean, th- th- there's a Soul Brother University IG page, but then there's SoulBrotherUniversity.com. The and I have PeteRock.com. And then I have Twitter. I'm just Pete Rock on Twitter and Pete Rock on Facebook. So go find him, go follow him, go to the website, copy your merch, get your t-shirts. And Real Pete Rock on IG. That's my... Real Pete Rock on IG. Check yeah. out the new projects that are coming and everything yeah. just dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank yep. you so much, Pete. I appreciate your time. I love you. Anytime. I love you too. <laughs>Thank you for joining me for another episode of Say It Loud. Please forgive me for my audio, but since um, COVID, I can't record live with everyone because we're keeping our social distance. And um, yeah, I'm using all different kinds of online tools. So forgive me. But again, I think that takes us back to my rugged, like original sound of season one and just bringing you the information and bringing you the fuckery as real as it could be. So, um, yeah, I'm going to work on that. But thank you for having me and supporting me. Thank you. Shout out to Pete for coming through. Um, so this particular segment is now going to be called Dropping Jewels with Karen. And we're going to be dropping the bling. Um, today, really quickly, this is from Maps Media. They give me a topic every week and I'm bringing that topic to you. I tell you I'm going to keep this portion of the show in just because I feel like it's nice to sum up what we talked about and also for me to drop a gem or two on you uh, hood style. So today the topic is teaching you something and I really wanted to tune into what that is because I'm a teacher. And so teacher teaching someone something isn't just about giving them directions on how to do something and saying do A, B, C, D and you'll get this results. Teaching is really teaching someone to tune in and sharing knowledge with them that they had no awareness about before. And so for today, I wanted to quickly teach you how to meditate and how to tune into yourself because I feel like the best way to learn anything is to learn who you are first, right? And so what I'm going to encourage you to do for your challenge this week is to lay down somewhere or sit down somewhere in your house, center your feet on the floor flat, sit up straight with your back, close your eyes. And push out anything in your mind right now that is giving you anxiety or worry or pain or suffering or confusion or anything that's negative. Just push it out for the next three minutes and say, you know what? I'm not going to think about this for three minutes. I'm just going to really focus and manifest on the things that I want. And you're going to use that time to focus on the things that you want most right? Whether it could be a better job, a relationship, a family, good health, strength, whatever that is, that is what you're going to do because that's what meditation is. And that's what mindfulness is. It's really just a practice of understanding where you are, how you fit into it and what you are feeling. So if you ever walk into a room and your stomach is in knots, that's your body telling you something. If you ever are in a space and you're feeling nervous, that is your body telling you something. Those headaches you get, yeah, that is your body telling you something. It needs something from you. It needs you to listen to it. And so what I'm teaching you today is really to tune in to what your body is telling you and give it that time and space when you sit for those three minutes to tune into it, to listen to it, to honor it, to respect it and to understand it. I've been practicing mindfulness now for the last six years. I've been practicing meditation for the last six years. And I tell you, I get up a half an hour earlier in the morning because what I was doing, and I said this in a prior show, what I was doing was like getting up, jumping out of bed, running into the bathroom, wash my face, take a shower, get dressed and run out my house. And by the time I got in my car, my heart was pounding. And I was like, I can't keep doing this. And so what I do is I now set my alarm clock no matter where I am a half an hour to 45 minutes earlier so that I have time in the morning to slowly get up, to plan my day, what I need to do 
to think about how I'm feeling. And those mornings where I wake up and I'm not feeling good and my energy is not good, I give myself a chance to tune in and then push out whatever negative feelings I'm feeling so that I can feel good. So that is what I want to teach you today. That is what I want to share with you. And remember, learning something is about us sharing information and being in a space where we can receive it. All right. So thank you for another episode of Safe Loud. I love all of you. We are doing so well. If you are looking for me, you can find me on social media. I am Karen L on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also follow me at Sayeth Loud on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, for all things Karen L, go to www.sayethloud.com. S-A-Y-I-T-H-L-O-U-D loud.com you can also advertise with say it loud the sponsorship of uh sponsorships available there is booking for karen l that's right we're finally able to leave the house so if you have an event a podcast a show maybe it's a panel discussion feel free to reach out to me i would love to grace you with my presence and share time and space with you i love you all and i'll see you next week